This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Good morning. Happy Monday. It, it feels more like a Thursday, but happy Monday. Yeah. Happy Monday. <laughs> Today's supposed to be Victoria's Day, but we still have ice on the roads. I think it's safe now, but I I don't have any reason to go into town when I could work at my office because I have such good IT people have me completely worked wired in at home. But anyway, I got Glenn and Dwayne on here. The, the weather is broke. We're what I love about Louisiana, we get winter for what a week. Yeah, it's a hell of a week. Maybe sometimes. two. <laughs> yeah, when we get it, we're not prepared for it, and I don't blame us. We can't. It'd be stupid. It would not be a good use of money to buy snow plows and have everything set up for the every other year. You get a really bad storm, but this one was weird. You know, we've had ice storms where it gets in the trees. It's beautiful. Yeah, but it makes the tree limbs fall, and you hear all night long. You're, you know, but this one, it got to the ground before it froze. So you walking around on an ice skating rink. Yeah, yeah. The I was trying to shovel off some driveway so I could at least get you know somewhere without having to skate, and it was like the top was it wouldn't crush. It's like a quarter inch of ice on top or it melted together i don't know what happened but it was, uh, yeah that's exactly what happened it, just it like frosted be, flakes yeah but you know i i can make booger references but i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> oh. what do you mean by frosted flakes Wayne? <laughs> this is a big gym thing i will tell you right now all right, what the, is it? How, the the texture of the frost on the ground. Well, mine I like that. Yeah, mine mine looks like a zamboni went over it. It's smooth as it can be. Uh, ours wasn't smooth. It was textured, and you, there was no slippage with the vehicle driving across it. Boy, not where we are. At least yeah, not, not where we are. Yeah, it was like, you know, it's like the snow fell. It was real nice, and then just just to uh, make it fun, it melt, the top layer melted and became a sheet ice. So, super fun. But, well, we're done. We're done. With it. I don't think it looks like, it looks like, well, you, know, you know how I know, you know how I know when tech baseball kicks in? How? That it's the day, it's, it's the day it snows here. <laughs> So when it snows, tech baseball is about to start, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've said years before, um, have you ever heard of the Louisiana Fur and Wildlife Festival? No. It's in Cameron Parish. I don't know if they still have it after all those tornadoes, but they used to have it in Cameron Parish. And it was really kind of funny. If you won the beauty pageant, you were Miss Fur. In the (laughs) 1980s, that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh goodness! But they have they have dog trials, you know, where the dogs go out and they'll 
make them, you know, they put two ducks out at the same time and make them go to the first duck instead of the second one or vice versa. And they skin muskrats and other rodent type animals. And it's really kind of fun. It really is. It's, it's the most unique. It was the most unique festival I'd ever been to. And the gumbo would be tremendously good, you know, and they have a, a parade where everybody's just drunk going down the road. But what makes it interesting is, I swear to you, it was scheduled in January. And I want to say second full week of January, or the weekend of that. They would have that thing and it would be always freezing cold. So I have been convinced that the one week of winter we get in Louisiana is the week of the fur festival. Hmm. And and I think the fur festival would have been about right now if they had the you know if they Stop had it, all the yeah. okay so yeah so you know we have very very long springs and long falls and the summers are too are, are dreadful but other than that we have it pretty nice <laughs> here and I and I I enjoy our one our one week of winter <laughs> it starts it starts it turns into spring next week so. Anyway, we man, there's we're, we, you know, I thought that we could do one thing. Um, yeah, we have a we, we have a lot to talk about today, even even though it was the last minute we had we had to cancel Victoria till till next week. Um, the uh, I guess that would be Wednesday. This this would be this is a Monday podcast. I get confused with what days the week it is. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about, and and I'll tell you the one one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to to, to kind of just run through since it's legal Monday, we could run through the cases. Um, the, the, what I call the lawfare cases on Trump, they have the New York fraud case. You have the E. Jean Carroll, the Fulton County, the Capitol six right investigation and the Mar-a-Lago. Now Mar-a-Lago, um, um, that one is, there's a whole lot of discovery in that, a lot of documents to look for, look for, yeah, and they had to delay the trial, so I don't think that was an issue pre-trial. So we don't talk about that one too much. I really think that case is so weak. I think Dwayne is one of the has explained it. His what he says about it pretty well. It's first of all, it's not even a criminal statute that they're trying to get him on, and they've always worked these things out in the past. This is just a pure, purity political. In the, um, Prosecution lawfare by by Smith, all right, and then the the uh, so that one is kind of I think dormant in a way, mm-hmm. all right. Now the um, in the um, Georgia case, um, the there's been some as you there's been some appeals in that, um, but. The real thing that they were looking for in that case is kind of outside the court. They want to know how these J6 litigation is going to go. These people that are been accused of a riot or insurrection there. There's a there's a case up that's going that I think they may have had the arguments yesterday in it. They're not today. Soon. But they're going to be arguing that the that the statute, the Enron statute doesn't apply. If that happens, both Georgia and the D.C. litigation would be kind of um, kind of up in in the air mm-hmm. so so that's that uh the uh the e Jean carroll defamation case was it really funny uh first of all the first jury if, if you remember there was two trials the first one was she was accusing him of rape they said he didn't rape her he just harassed her mm-hmm. and gave her millions and then he goes he, he he appeals it and says she's just not my type she's ugly 
and she's just, she's trying to get more money, just you know, like mm-hmm. just a bunch of money. And so Trump, he goes to court, and he's not being respectful to the judge. And the judge says he's gonna kick him out, and he says, "I'd love that." <laughs> That's because he wants to go to his mother-in-law's funeral today. He didn't want to show up for court. And from what I understand, he basically gave his middle finger to the judge. He's not going to court today. He's going to the funeral. Mm. <laughs> the judge would not get him, give him a delay of a day so he can attend the funeral. And they had closing arguments in the New, in the New York civil trial, right? Because that's the one that Trump wanted to test, wanted to do closing uh, arguments. And the judge said, no, that's, uh, what is his name? Ingeron, Ingmoron, Igmoron, the judge. Uh, Igmoron. Uh, anyway, he told the judge, the judge told him he couldn't do closing statements. And I think Trump said, yes, I can. And he did it anyway. Yeah. Uh, he is showing a complete lack of respect to these judges. Uh, and I think, in some ways, I see why. Um, mm-hmm. The um, um, let's see. So we, that covers the New York civil fraud case. I think that that thing get ready to go to. Is that a, is that a jury trial? I guess it is. Uh, a jury go to a jury in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Jane Carroll the the defamation case is winding down, but those are ju- that was just money. Just then the Fulton County criminal and the DC, I think are kind of, of, um, there's another thing going on, by the way, with the Fulton County DC litigation is that part of the defense is going to be that it wasn't an insurrection that, that the Democrats knew about it. He tried to get, um, Trump tried to get, uh, national guard and in there to help protect it. And that once they were in there, it was really just walking through velvet ropes. They've got video of it. They want to get that J6 committee that they're relying on. Right? Yeah. So they're relying on the J6 testimony, which is ridiculous. It was a lawyer. I can't tell you how unreliable that testimony is. Um, so all of that's on appeal. It's going to be on appeal. I don't see any way D.C. or Georgia happens before the election. Okay, so I think yeah. those are I think that the, I think the civil fraud case has already started and I think it's going to end before the election um i think will they get a conviction it, it would be absolutely amazing if if they if it well you know that wait a second you know they've already ruled that he's guilty it's just a matter of damages yeah guilty All of not, not having any problems and no victim but anyway right i don't think there's any jail time that's involved in that one it would just be massive amounts of money and this man could never invest in new york for a lifetime be a lifetime ban from him investing in new york i just none of that sounds constitutional but i think that one will happen before the election i think the i know the eugene Car- that defamation case will happen i think fulton county and the the, the j6 riot i think that's going to go away i mean i go away it's not gonna happen before the election Hmm. And then the bar lager was on hold. I think that I think that updates us on them. I, I know I, I pushed it through fairly quickly, and we can come back to it if you want to talk about it a little bit more. But that's uh, you know somebody who was it? Did you said came out and there was somebody came out that was very he he donates to liberal causes. Going look, I don't know what this the civil fraud case is about because that is how it is done every day. The banker across America, not just. <laughs> They're all saying that it is just ridiculous that they're doing this. 
And and I and we're not following the we don't conclude the Giuliani lawfare case, but Giuliani was screwed, man. They, they, they did not turn over. The government asked for documents. One one government asked for documents that another government had. So a state one asked for federal documents and Giuliani didn't have them. And the federal government didn't get them to him in time. So they found him. They, they summarily ruled against him, says you're guilty now. It's just damages. And that's, they had enough damages that he can't pay them. Mm. And so that's on appeal. It's all lawfare. But the, the main thing I'm telling I tell you guys is I think that the only one that has a chance that's criminal, considered criminal, is the New York civil fraud case. And as far as I can tell, there's no time involved in that one. But Mar-a-Lago, J6, Fulton County, um, I don't think any of those are going to go to court before before the election. Hmm. Yeah. Does that help? That does. Yes. Yeah, and I would think that that New York case, basically, they could challenge the constitution constitutionality of the New York statute that permits that case to begin with, or the applicability to Donald Trump's business. Yeah, the order will go. That's exactly right. I think the order will go. It's not applicable. If it is, it's unconstitutional. That's yeah, how, yeah. How, how, that's how it would be argued. And you know. Trump Trump has made a very good point. If they find Trump guilty of this, who is going to, in the right mind, would invest in New York again? Mm-hmm. Probably no one. I mean, and then the yeah. damages they're seeking have no relationship to the charges they're making. They're just making up numbers. Yeah, like you know, right. Mar-a-Lago's and, worth eighteen million. Yeah. No, no, I'm I, saying the three hundred and twenty million or whatever it is that the uh, prosecutor up there has has now doubled down and says, no, um, even though we've fought, we filed the charges and we've argued this in court and we've won and we're just at the um, penalty phase, she's filed to up the number, almost double the number, just a random number out of the air. There's no justification for the number whatsoever. Are you talking about the the Carroll litigation? No, the the, the one about his... Properties being overvalued. You know they've the, done it in the, both those cases. Then, civil fraud case. Yeah, they're just making up numbers, and the numbers have no bearing upon the charges that they're making. It's just a number pulled out of the air. Two hundred and fifty million dollars was what she was asking. Did she upped it to three hundred and twenty now? Right, right. Just making numbers up and knowing they'll do it. Uh, I, 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 that case, I can't imagine. Under any circumstance, that thing being upheld on appeal, I can't see it. The Carol one is just about as bad. I mean, she lied, said he raped her. The jury says she lied and he didn't rape her, but he said did mean she, things about her. And she's asking yeah. 10 million or something. Some crazy, you know, 8 million, I think. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Those two, though, I don't think are going to affect the election at all. Now, when we go to the Fulton County and the J6, I kind of group those two together because they're both relying on a finding of an insurrection. That's what they're doing. And they're saying that 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 Trump tried to prevent uh, act. The statute says that he did something to try to prevent a government agency or or body from doing their job. But I really think that that case we've gone through this with this litigation on with litigation with Victoria. Um, this would be unconstitutional to to apply it this broad 
And so I think both of those cases ultimately fail. But the good news is neither one I'm going before trial, so before before uh, the election. So I don't think we need to worry about it. I, none of them, the only ones that's going to go, I think, are, are the two New York cases. Mm, yeah, I could be wrong, but I I think that's where it's heading. Well, I also think that the Fulton County one is so bogus because the the activities they tried to point to that Donald Trump and others around him making phone calls, trying to have conversations, trying to convince people this, that, and the other alternate um, delegates, all that kind of stuff. That's typical political process occurs between the date that the vote took place and the date that the vote is certified and people are seated. That's, that's permitted constitutionally allowed acts. Right. Right. There's nothing about that. That's, that was bad acts. Yeah. Right. Now, you know, recently they, they said that he's not immune for uh, his actions as president. That, 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 I guess it's the D.C. Court of Appeal. Um, that's going to go to the Supreme Court, too. It's, it's not going to happen before. You know, this can happen before the election. But I'm with you. Uh, and, 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 you know, I really do believe I have not studied it closely, but I do really do believe that if you're president of the United States, you can't have every prosecutor all across the country because Fannie Willis, don't forget, she's state prosecutor. Mm-hmm. You can have everybody can file suit against the president, and that's all you're going to be doing the whole time you're president. Basically, that's what they did to him the first time. All right. But you, the, I think that constitutionally, the way it's supposed to work is if you do something criminal, then the first step is impeach. The second step is to try. And mm-hmm. so that they tried to impeach him twice. They couldn't do it. I don't think they have any right to sue him for anything he did while he was president. I don't think they do. I think that that should be the law. And I mean, Outside of being president, if he goes and and he parks his car illegally, you can't try it. Yeah, they're trying to even split hairs and say, well, if he does an act as a presidential officer, and and so from what I understand, there has never been a ruling. There's no jurisprudence on if the United States president and vice president are considered officers because they're spelled out differently in the Constitution from other officers it doesn't like lump them together there's an and that i I listened to some analysis of the constitutional wording of that so that's a that's a unique thing to say that they are officers um when the constitution kind of sets them aside as different positions that are not considered officers they are the chiefs yeah the chief and the vice chief and so they're trying to say that but when he does something that's a political speech, you know, because financially, if he goes flying around, let's say he's president, he goes flying around, he makes a political speech. Well, the cost of that has to be done a different way under the political money instead of the U.S. taxpayers money for his travel. Well, they're trying to say that that also needs to split be split the same way in the um, the immunity category of things, but I don't see how you can split that that way when it comes to immunity. I don't either. And I think it, you'd be just constantly tied up in court deciding that very issue. Well, this was extra. This was not in his duties. Right. So they yeah. could say, well, any anything, basically they could say people, presidents we don't like can't um, campaign because we'll tie you up in court. 
right over how you campaign and the scary thing about the fannie willis thing is that is in state court there's nothing to prevent john belton here from doing the same thing Mm -hmm. come on to rustin you know and and the next one you know could be somebody that's a that's a that's a uh you know, it, Joe Biden. Why can't why can't we bring charges against him? We can if they if they say that there's no immunity. It's opening the floodgates, man. It's gonna, it would make it ridiculous. The president would be sued all the time. Don't you think that's why the Supreme Court smacked it down and said we're not going to rule on the immunity in an expedited fashion? We really have to think this through. <laughs> Uh, they have been trying to stay out of this. I can tell. I think they're hoping, still hoping for a political solution to the mess. Yeah, that's what I think. Now that J six thing, you know, did you see how quick they took that? Yeah. You know, the, the Enron trying to apply Enron. I'll tell you why. There's people in jail. It's not political. Yeah, it's criminal. You're 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 holding people in a gulag, man. Mm-hmm. Special special treatment too, apparently. So so I think they heard that one quickly. Well, if they rule. And I think they will. I don't think they're taking that case to, to uphold it. If they rule that that's an unconstitutional uh, statute, or at least unconstitutional as applied, um, Trump it walks on on those two J six trials, Fulton County and DC. I don't see any way they got. What do they have? I I don't what know. What do they have now? And they're doing it. So I don't know. Well, yeah, they'll try. But my point is, there won't be anything left of their cases. Anyway, uh, you know, the thing about it is, he, does he seem worried to you at all? He seems perturbed sometimes. I mean, that's different. But not worried. That's different. No, but that's his default. Mm. So I don't know. People close to Trump are saying that he's not worried. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think he doesn't appear. Now, did you see somebody try to get on the stage with him? Did you see that? No. Mm. Oh, no, I didn't see oh, that. oh, you got to see that video. It's only on the Donald Trump. Of. You got to see that video. Guy, the guy jumps up there, I think, to try to shake his hand. You know, you know, like like you would. Uh, um, it's true. It's true. You know, the guy got on the stage. She kicked him in the nuts. Yeah. Um, um, somebody jumped on the stage with him, and and Trump someone, hey, watch out! And Trump turned around and it looked like he was going to punch the guy. <laughs> in other words, he wasn't scared at all. He just turned around, and was getting ready to attack him. And uh, then somebody did to DeSantis and he hit behind his wife. Huh. <laughs> now, mm. I, I want to tell you, Donaldo Trumpo is notorious for taking clips and, and, and yeah. lampooning and making him say, show what he wants. But it certainly looked like it. <laughs> it looked like guy jumps on the stage with Trump, he turns around, wants to punch him, and guy jumps on the stage with DeSantis and asks questions he doesn't like he had behind his wife. Oh, <laughs> uh, you ever see that that clip of that guy at the Astros game sitting next to his girlfriend? She's eating. And she's not watching the game. He's watching the game, and a fly ball comes towards him, and he runs out of the way and hits her in the popcorn. Oh God! <laughs> he protect his his girlfriend or his wife. That's kind of how DeSantis looked. Oh wow! He is boy. Is he fizzled? Huh? Yeah, that's God. That is so weird too. He's just at best boring Uh, and he won't come out strong on, you know, like you'd think he'd come out strong on certain, I don't know. It's like he, 
somebody got to him, you know, I don't know. He, he, he was a great governor. Did he was splitting hairs like perfectly down in Florida. And you thought, wow, he'll bring that to the campaign. And then his campaign has just become this boring kind of uh, yawn fest. Where you, you yeah, know exact, exactly what he's going to say, when he's going to say it. And it seems like the same old thing. Well, we at the judge's perspective advised him not to run. It, it was unnecessary. And you remember Jim said it'll destroy him. And I went, yep, that's exactly what'll happen. He'll ruin him. You know, you know, Trump, Trump doesn't leave much, uh, much alive in his wake. <laughs> nope. You know what's interesting? While we're talking about these Donald Trump cases, and they're either slowing down, being put on pause, eroding, imploding, the Hunter Biden mess is developing speed and gathering mass as it rolls downhill. Did you see where the FBI sat on the information that they had since 2018, I believe, that his gun holster had cocaine residue all over it? Yes, I saw that. So that. it doesn't matter how he filled out the form. He had cocaine on the gun anyhow. <laughs> All right. So do you remember, is it Mark Stein? Is that you heard him? Mm. Commentator? Maybe. Yeah. All right. There's some shit. He, he has a case going to trial today that you may have forgotten about. But do you remember back in the early days of the client? You know, the global warming hoax. Yeah. They had this hockey stick. Oh, the hockey stick grass. Everybody. Oh, yeah. They were, they were putting it out there. This is, you know, we're getting ready to boil. We'll watch it starting out. It's going to go fast. Remember that? And so Stein starts putting out there that this is fraudulent. This is bad. This is a lie. So the scientists who put it together sued Mark Stein for defamation. I goes, I would love to go to court because the best, the, the defense, the defamation is truth. So this thing was filed, you know, day, you know, I mean, years ago. I want to say like an 18, a long time ago, maybe longer than that. And uh, anyway, the plaintiff attorney, I think, realizes that he's got a loser, so he quits working on it. And, um, and, so it almost gets dismissed, and he files an attempt to continue to to to. Uh, to I'm talking about now the one representing all, the scientist. Mm-hmm. Stein's going, let's go to court, let's go to court, let's go to court. They can't delay it, delay it, delay it. Finally, it it got set for trial between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and somehow or another they got it continued again. And this time the judge said, "No more, you're going to trial." And so today the hockey puck. Defamation, defamation case, defamation case finally goes to trial. Hockey puck or hockey stick? Hockey stick, sorry. <laughs> hockey puck. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was interesting. I thought that but finally that thing is going to trial. Yeah. Um, that is, that graph has 12 been. 12 years. Yeah, that graph has been debunked for some time, so. Right, he has the guy has no case. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if I drop it today, but it's uh, it was 12 years ago that it was filed. Mm-hmm. Wow, and it's, and it's finally going to court to, going to court today. Wow, so all right, so now going back to J6, uh, one of the defendants now 
is filing a motion trying to get into evidence about Lazarus. Tell us, you were talking, talking about that for the podcast. Okay. This is actually uh, investigative reporting from Blaze TV um, that there was, there's an incident I didn't know, but it was kind of a big deal at the J6 hearings uh, where there was a Capitol policeman. Um, You're talking about the Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy hearings? Yeah, the Miss Piggy hearings that uh, okay. his uh, Capitol police officer, Harry Dunn, said the Oath Keepers were harassing him and he was, you know, having a confrontation with them in, uh, you know, the Capitol. And he testified under oath that they were coming after him. Now, his original statement said they were protecting him and he had no problem with them. Then all of a sudden he changed his statement saying, no, that we were we were having arguments. They were coming after me. I thought I might have to draw my gun, blah, blah, blah. And he testified in this Miss Piggy hearings about this. Then, um, or I think actually he might have testified this way in a real court, you know, that uh, they were trying J6ers in. Yeah, it was a real court too. Yeah. Yep. Real or unless you, if you call D.C. a real court. Well, you know, the kangaroo court of D.C., but an actual court that wasn't, you know, on, uh, I don't know, primetime TV. Um, and the, he also had his, I guess the, what is the, he, trying to think, David Lazarus, which is part of Pelosi's security team, testified he saw this event and he saw the, uh, Oath Keepers harassing him three or four times while he was watching this drama unfold. And he testified for this too. Well, you got Steve Baker, who is an investigative journalist for Blaze TV, who finally got a hold of videotapes. First, it was uh, McCarthy was going to release them to him. Then they changed speakers and he had to get permission again and uh the new speaker gave him permission i forget why, why his name you know there you go i've got mike you. johnson mike johnson uh said yeah sure you know and he released it to him and they were able to so they spent three days going through these cctv tapes and they found that when he testified he was watching this he was three buildings over about a quarter mile away wow <sighs> Yeah, his timelines don't match at all, which shows he just bald face lied. He was not an eyewitness to those events. And the tapes show the Oath Keepers were standing in front of this Capitol policeman, Mr. Dunn. And between them, between facing the crowd that was, talk, you know, rowdy crowd. So in other words, it looks like on the video, they're standing in front of him so no one will get to him. Wow. I mean, and he's willing to lie. Both of them are willing to lie and put people in jail, separate them from the families, make them felons and just lie. Yeah. About it. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's one thing to speculate about this, but it's another thing to see it like this so clearly. Uh, also, something that well, came so out yesterday on on TV about uh, related to J six, the pipe bombs. Um, somebody sent to uh, Jack Prozac, the, uh, this Prozac. Well, I'm called him Prozac cause I can't say Prozabic, Prozabic. Um, <laughs> the, uh, training videos of pipe bombs 
for the FBI that bear an almost identical, <laughs> they look almost no. identical to the one that they found uh, by the oh, DNC. Man. And that came out yesterday. It's hard to find now, but uh, you probably can find it on X. <laughs> Modus operandi. Yeah. It's, wow. You know, wow. it was on the other foot uh, and they wanted to get Trump with it. They, you know, this would be everywhere. But um, these, these people are evil. They're evil. They're just evil people. Bad, evil people. Yes, I would agree. The people involved in this are super evil. But anyway, that's fun. Now, uh, do you know who Jamie Dimon is? And he's the one who writes, Sweet Caroline. No, oh, you oh, don't do that, James, because then I forget. Um, <laughs> Not Neil Diamond? No, he's the head of uh, J.P. Morgan, <laughs> CEO of J.P. Morgan, and okay. a, a, very much a Democrat. Um, he was on, um, he was being interviewed, forget by who, but it was not like Fox News or anything. It was like, a, I think it was MSNBC. Yeah. Uh, and they said, what do you think about, you know, all this, you know, the, the woes of the financial world? And uh, somehow they got on the subject of Trump. He goes, look, I didn't vote for Trump. I don't like him. But you can't argue that his policies were correct. And he started naming all the things Trump was right about. <laughs> it was beautiful and you could the the host is just sitting there what the hell do i do i can't cut this guy you're off. laughing man yeah you got to you got to start over stop laughing and tell me <laughs> i get to laugh he was uh in other words the msnbc uh you know anchor was like his eyes were getting big because he was just saying you can't deny i don't like him either but his policies were correct he named off, you know, all and then he started things. listing. Yeah, he started listing the policies that were the correct position, as opposed to Biden. the Biden administration taking the opposite position. And he just went down the list. So it was it was really funny. He, he spiked the ball big time. Yeah. Wow. And, and you couldn't really, you know, and the, they couldn't argue with it. I mean, well, let's go commercial. No I think is what they said. Yeah. Mm hmm. You know, and this was on a financial news, uh, you know, part of MSNBC. In fact, uh, in the circles I run with now, you know, the Illuminati, uh, when we're talking about investing, it, one of the ways we that people say this is when we need to buy more is when MSNBC says uh, havoc in the markets. <laughs> they actually had a chart that showed every time that they ran this one title. The markets went way up right afterwards. So, so they said they, they call it the MSNBC uh, apocalypse, financial apocalypse, uh, a strategy to investing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so they say you need to double down every time they say there's going to be a financial apocalypse because it never happens. Every time the every time the cuckoo bird hollers like chicken little the sky is falling that's the time to make purchases yeah yeah and they even even they even uh, <laughs> they even stunted that out in other words they showed if you if you put more in to the s&p 500 every time they did that <laughs> that it would uh cause 
you would be some ungodly amount of extra in your portfolio. So anyway, that's fun. That's fun. Now we got to go back to the airlines, you know, we, that Boeing, the DEI and all this good stuff. But I, I posted yesterday or texted yesterday, whatever you call it to the comrades, um, the pictures of the, the CEO of Boeing dressed up like a woman. Um, and then Dwayne responded. Dwayne responded, I can bust that tolerance philosophy with a simple argument. Not all diversity is good. Someone has to judge which diverse cultures to label good, desirable, and which to label bad, undesirable. He starts making a list and it's hilarious. Murderers? <laughs> pedophiles? Do we need some pedophiles? We're on a pedophile on this plane. How many pedophiles here? That's not enough. Go get We need to hire some more pedophiles. Rapists, thieves, liars, assailants, laziness, cheaters. That's what you're just some. Um... Right? <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah, but, hey, we don't have enough people with one eye. <laughs> yeah. Not enough blind people drive our train or drive our bus or whatever. Yeah. We don't have enough paraplegics assembling planes. And, and he said we have too many white men, but he's a white man. But he cross-dresses, so that makes it okay. So this, I guess the advice you need to give you need to give your son, your sons are that they need to cross-dress if they want to advance. Is, I, that was yeah. fake, though. He wasn't really cross-dressing, right? I don't know. I think it was uh, fake, yeah. I think it's interesting that back in the 70s on MASH, was it Clinker? Oh, yeah. cross-dressed? Yeah. yeah. Clinger? He cross-dressed. Why? So he can get to out. To prove that he was mentally ill. Yeah. He so was, he could get out. Yeah. No, man. He, that's real. He cross-dressed. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. I thought that was I fake. Oh, might still be. <laughs> might still be, I yeah. yeah. Revol- Revolver News put it up as real. Really? Good grief. <laughs> and I'm just saying, he says, and then he's quoted. He's white guy. He doesn't quote him. We have too many white males working in the airline industry. You know, the problem is you've ever seen, you know that idiocracy? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and ever, you know, there's no competency left, right? So somebody's flying a plane and that plane, you can see it in the background. There's a plane flying and it crashes. Well, the people that are on that plane were stupid enough to get on a, a you know, an airline that was run by morons. But the people on the ground didn't sign up for that. Yeah, true. I just—it's a, a funny, freaking world we live in. It's I thought that was funny. I laughed when Dwayne said that. Well, you know, we don't have enough murderers on here. How many murderers are working here? No murderers. Yeah, we got to fix that. That's diversity. Anyway, <laughs> good point, Dwayne. <laughs> we don't have any Uyghurs. We need some Uyghurs. Yeah. We'll get some. Well, well, deep deeper than the most obvious, my other point to that was that there's some person or group of people that have to be the judges to decide which diversities are good to have and which diversities are bad. Have you seen the picture of them? And then somebody has somebody has to do the counting, the the tallying, the census. So there really is a whole lot more to this bull crap. Well, so the DEI committee or whatever it is for Boeing, I have a picture of it, and it's not very diverse. They're all black. Oh, they're all black? So well, they're overrepresented. Well, that's how you... Okay, here's something Scott Adams made a point of. Um, you have these DEI diversity uh, 
groups in these companies and they use, and they're all, you know, of course, some type of DEI uh, applicable diversity people. And so you have them all there and you get to count them as your total. So it looks like you're more diverse just because you have a DEI department full of people of color. <laughs> but this, well, I but think the, board the, rooms the boardrooms are all white men, you know, so there you go. It, it will, well, I think it's not diverse enough. They need more poor people on the board. True. <laughs> I think shareholders are too wealthy. It's not diverse enough. We need more shareholders. Well, you get it right. Billy Ray needs to be on the, on the board. Billy, Billy Ray Valentine. <laughs> you remember him? Billy Ray no. Valentine. No. Trading places. Oh, Billy yeah. Ray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who throw the clothes on my clothes? Billy Ray. <laughs> yeah. My feet grew back. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I can walk. All right. I got it. I gotta ask you about this one because the, the epic times that I spell epoch, how do you say E P O C H? I don't know. Epoch, they pronounce epoch. it really weird. They pronounce it weird. Epoch. epoch. Okay, well, I will call it epoch. 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 Whatever times it is. It's been, it was downloaded more last month than, than the New York Times. So does that mean that it's more popular than the New York Times? What, how, how are we supposed to be interpreting that? There's more downloads of the epic times or epoch times and the New York Times. Now, now listen, I'm going to say this. It means their download right. servers aren't working right, and every time you try to download it, it fails in the middle of it, and you have to retry 20 times in order to get it to work. That's what I was looking for. I, I do know, without, as soon as I saw that, I knew that doesn't mean that more people are looking at that, and, I, and you know, the, the, the name recognition of the New York Times has got to be worth just a ton of money. Mm -hmm. But it is significant that that I never go there ever anymore. I don't go to MSNBC anymore. I wait for somebody to tell me what those idiots say. But I, I wondered about that. I wonder if there was some type of a technical reason for it. And it is true. I try to download them and I get that banner thing says you got to subscribe or whatever. Yeah. And then I'll try two or three other ways to get it. And so if I ever try to download something that's about four or five times every time I get on there. So he's right. That's, that's what it is. It's people trying multiple times. But it's still a popular, it's still a popular um, publication. Uh, yeah, but I was subscribed at one point and I got so, it was like having a virus on your computer. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I canceled it. It took me and I canceled it and they were, you know, calling me up and telling me, you know, you knew it. It's like I was being harassed by, you know, I don't know, uh, tax collectors. And um, well, they, that, they had some notifications. Is that what it was? No, notifications, interruptions, just every other second. It was like, and you couldn't turn it off. And so I thought, I'll cancel the thing. And it still took six months before it, it calmed down. And, you know, they were trying to get me you know, the, then the notifications of what do we do? Could you tell us? And <laughs> I said, I don't have, I have, I don't have any virus protection software for your crap, you know? And, uh, yeah. they said, well, we well, can turn that off. I go, no, I don't want it anymore. I want you to cancel my damn. Yeah. Yeah. It was just horrible. Well, you know, Russ Holcomb 
obviously has a subscription because he sends us things. And usually, usually I want to read them. Uh, I have found a way around that block thing. It says you got to subscribe. You mm-hmm. just go to the reader and it goes, and you can read the article. Uh, but um, they're usually interesting to me. I can't, all right. So again, I have, a, I look at several things, but the, my go-to are, I always go to Gateway Pundit. And, and again, I will say this to everybody. I think Gateway, Gateway Pundit has really served our country well since 2020. I really do. I think they, they stay on things, but they sensationalize and they're trying to be first. And so they get some things wrong. Mm-hmm. And I understand that though. I understand that. So again, I'll tell, I'll do that to Glenn. I'll say, Glenn, this is what, this is what they're saying. What do you know? And sometimes Glenn goes, oh, that's, that's not true, especially when it comes to Musk or, or, or Scott Adams. Scott, uh, I think Glenn's probably an expert at what those people have posted, right? Yeah. So, so I, I, but I go there anyway. I go there every day because they're going to be first. They're just going to be first. And I, and I just have to have, Patience to find out if it's true. But then I go to to Instapundit, where that is really just a bunch of smart men and women. And they read an article and they put up a link to it. And they usually put a little, you know, iffy thing, you know, humorous thing to say. But that's where I go. But then you've got me going to Revolver News. Now, Revolver News actually has some content and some linking. Yeah. Some things they constantly. And again, it's the content that you have to wait. So, I'll go through it and I'll just get I see things thinking, oh hey, here this is new. And and then um um you know then I'll go Trump because he's so funny. <laughs> but uh the epic epoch times usually by the time Russ sends it to me, it's that gives me an indication. The reason I like it sending them to me is because that gives me an indication of stuff that I've seen in, in uh, Gateway Pond that it was been vetted and true now. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get you. That to me, that's what they serve. They they do wait until they confirmed it before they put it up there. So it's just different purposes of the different sites. Well, but yeah. that's basically yeah. then, then I rely on, on people like you and Dwayne and others to send things to me and I go read them. Yeah. Well they got they got uh, one of the heuristics, I guess you call that I use is I go through all the top, you know, main mainstream or lamestream media sites and I see which headlines are the same and I go right, left, right, left, right, left. And if they're, if they have a common one, then I go try to investigate it. But you know, the headlines are so misleading. It's just almost laughable. You know, they say Elon Musk is going to die from, you know, having herpes or something like that. And then you go read the article, like you say, and it says might die of herpes if he keeps doing this, you know, and, uh, you know, all these headlines to just get you to try to, and you got to, like you said, James, you got to go to the second to last paragraph, uh, to find out really what happened. All right. So, yeah, I agree. Now I, I got to bring up another thing. All right. So they're going to New Hampshire's the next, um, next one. And they wanted to have a debate before that was at Fox or whoever it was, wanted to have a debate mm-hmm. and, and Haley, Nikki Haley and Trump backed out said we're not going to do it so but DeSantis said he would match the debate himself <laughs> oh, oh that was horrible master debater <laughs> I mean, that's what it would be he'll be the master debating <laughs> <laughs> so 
sorry. I couldn't help it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if Trump says that. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he might, actually. Uh, he was up there being the master debater all by himself. People say, some people, people are saying. Yeah, I can hear that. People are saying he's the master debater. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't say that, but the people are saying. Yeah. So, anyway. So, who was the, right, so, so you, you say you did look it up and you, you verified that that uh, that Trump is leading in New Hampshire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, he's leading. You know, polls. Okay, so I'm. I always have to put a little quotation marks around that. But apparently, overall, he's leading by. He's at fifty percent, and no one the closest is thirty, supposedly Nikki. Um, and that. Uh, if you look at Republicans only, registered Republicans, I guess, because independents can vote, I guess, in the Republican primary or whatever, um, he uh, he's at sixty four percent to her twenty, and DeSantis is in you know teens. So yeah, when's the when's the last time that the winner of the Republican caucus in Iowa went on to get the nomination? <laughs> it's been a long time, hasn't it? That's a good question. Yeah, they're good at picking losers. Yeah, in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, in Iowa, I think I think what it didn't. Uh, there was actually a political cartoon about that, but you know they had yep. all the people who won it, and then you know then they said, and Trump won it this time, so we'll see what happens. But all right, so all right, so Kaylee, the one that used to be the Macalini or whatever, she used to be the uh, spokesman for Trump administration. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw this from nineteen hours ago. Just so everyone knows, uh, Trump's not picking Vivek as VP. It will be one up, and these are her three. Ben Carson, Christy Noem, Nikki Haley. I, the one thing that could cause me not to, to completely drop out of caring would be is if he picks Nikki Haley. Yeah, I don't think he picks Nikki Haley. I'm done with him. Ben Carson, really? Well, if you who, go with the... If you go with the theory that you don't want uh, your VP to outshine the president, yeah, he'd be a good one. He's not worried about that. I think that's not his problem. I think you know what I'm saying. I think he. Might. I think he's he's he is he's a unique guy in that he's not worried about that. He yeah, he's, he's very going unique. to control. I, I'll give you that. He's his own thing, and he, he can't really. I'm sure he thought about that during his first term. Yeah, but actually, the whole Pence thing turns out in his favor because he would be thinking the opposite of most politicians for a second term. He wants to train somebody and to get the glory for the Veep becoming the next president after he leaves. So your your theory of, uh, uh, what's her name? Gosh, Lithologica. Um, Nikki Haley. Not Nikki Haley. Um, no, not listed. The um, Arizona. No. Um, oh, Lake. Carrie Lake. Carrie, Carrie Lake. Lake. Carrie Lake might be. Maybe that that would. Well, maybe, here, maybe. I, I have two problems with it. One of them. One of them is is that she's running for Senate, and it would sure suck if she were to suddenly drop out. Republicans had to try to replace her at the last minute. That's right. True. So true. I, I have, and the other one is. That there's a hotness factor there, and I don't know how long that hotness factor can last. Yeah. Well, Christy Noem must be the same thing. Well, you know, Christy Noem, 
I don't remember exactly what it was, but I soured on her. Hmm. She did some things that I didn't like um, that were very, very un libertarian, un free enterprise. And so I don't remember what it is. Uh, I, I personally see her is not a, not a factor. I think Kaylee is full of crap, is what I think. I've been I think so too. But yeah, I don't think she knows. I think the Trump campaign, uh, Trump may know or may not. I mean, he, he acted like it uh, during uh, one of his town halls or something. Uh, you know, he he said, "Oh, well, we've already got the VP picked." Well, I can't tell you who it is. But, the, you know, so I know that that all along, I think he was George Washington. I do definitely know that the vice president, whoever it would be under, he had two different vice presidents under uh, Thomas Jefferson were nobody. They have been making vice president. They now that he get elected. Don't get me wrong. Is you know, uh, Madison got mm-hmm. elected, and um, you know, then Monroe got elected, but. What I want to know is this. Here's my problem with, with uh, Ramadan Vandalay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, man. I, I personally Ramaswamy. have my doubts about him still. Yeah. He is he, like, like Tucker Carlson. I'm coming around. If they, if, if, they, if, they, if they stick with it, if they, you know, if they stay with what I think they're supposed to stay with, fine. I don't want him to go the way of Ben Shapiro. He was trained at Harvard and Yale. I, I don't trust those people. I don't trust people that go there. You know, I think it's a, it, 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 you know, they have memes about that. I, you know, there's nothing down my resume. I never said I went to Harvard. Um, um, the he he went to Harvard and Yale. I have a problem with that. The way he made his money was definitely manipulating or, or taking advantage of government type programs. You know, uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, grants and whatnot. He has he he got a scholarship from from Soros. He, he, all of this stuff might one by one get explained, but there's enough there that I'm not sure he's not a plant. Okay, a, a sleeper agent. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. I well, want to see. I, I'm going to give I, you some more reason why he's not. When he got up and shared the stage, what was it Tuesday with Donald Trump Tuesday evening in New Hampshire? He made a very serious call to DeSantis and Haley and said, now is a perfect time to suspend your campaigns and declare for Trump. The party needs to come together and it would be the ultimate way to go ahead and go full on against the Democrat party and just suspend your campaign like I did. I showed you the way. Do right, what I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this about both of you before I, before I make this move, this, this big Jim comment. I, I I cannot beat either of you at chess, but I think you're playing checkers and I'm trying to play chess here. So I'm going to let you play chess and whoop me that way. All right. I'm saying that this communist movement is well-funded. They don't intend to lose. They may have setbacks and they may really cut, turn out that you were right all along that they could not sustain the cheat twice in a row because it's just going to be overwhelming this time. All right. A lot of people that, don't like Trump aren't going to vote for a Democrat again because the country can't take it, right? They're going to go with Trump. Mm -hmm. So so if I were a communist, I would plant someone like Vivek in there and four years from now, we could start again. Yeah. That's the chess move. That's the chess move. What I want to see is this. You're, you know, Dwayne suggests the chief of staff, but I want to know, can you do it as VP? Can you become... Can you really have true powers, not the state crap like? Well, my opinion, 
All right, let me finish. Okay. What I want to see him do, just before you comment, what I want to see him do is abolish FBI. Yeah. If he did that, I think that's a test of loyalty. <laughs> he yeah, says he wants to abolish the FBI. I think that's what needs to be done. Go ahead, Glenn, because I'm just dying. Okay. To turn this okay. I think I think he's not going to be VP because even though I'm a Trump supporter, whoever's next to Trump gets taken out. And if we want someone who can come in and do the things Vivek has said he would do, wouldn't it be better if he was a Trump supporter, a supporter of the administration outside the administration and then run for president after Donald's second term. What, what position are you talking about that he could do the things? He wouldn't be in a do. position at all in the administration. Well, I, yeah, then I would, not, I would not be for him. I want to see him rule. What? And it could be at a cabinet level or it could be a chief of staff or, or a vice president with some, with some real authority. I want to see him in the administration. And I want to see him abolish the FBI. And you're saying no to that. Why? I'm saying he won't become vice president or maybe even have a position in the Trump administration. To me, that would, that would disqualify him. I would never vote for him. I want to see him rule. All right, Dwayne, you're, ooh, ooh, ooh. you got your hand up in the back. Ooh, ooh. Call me, call me. <laughs> well, normally the vice president selected on a ticket can only hurt you and doesn't really help you traditionally in U.S. politics. Although we have every four years this debate and analysis and speculation over who a person will pick, who should they pick, <clears throat> traditionally, it's never really helped a candidate. It doesn't propel them. It could hurt them, but it, it's normally just a benign position, right? With the Biden situation, he, he's half in the grave. So it's completely different in that situation this time. It was, it was that way kind of before, but it's even more so now. Donald Trump is such a unique character with him being a first-time politician that made it to president. And when you look at all the history of the apprentice and celebrity apprentice, and the way and the character and the nature of him being CEO, training project managers, training up new people in the business field, making decisions and, and being in charge and leadership. Donald Trump's going to pick VP based upon who he wants to inherit four years of presidency after him to help his family and his offspring have a better country. I think he's got the purest Boy Scout heart when it comes to his VP select. I don't think he's going to be thinking as much as 3D chess like you think as he's going to be thinking, I need to pick somebody that I can train for four years and then trust to turn this over to that has the best damn chance at becoming president and keeping our country on a good path. And I think he's going to be very upfront about it. now. Like Glenn said, that puts a big target on him. Look what happened to Flynn. But I think he's going to do everything he can to put armies of people around that person to protect them. Right, well, let me let me start take one, make one little. Let me, I, 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 I want to just correct one real quick thing. The chess I'm talking about, the chess that I was talking about, 
would have been by Soros and, and Santaclaus. That's who yeah. I was talking about. But going back to it, I, I, I'm not going to argue that. I will say that however he gives authority to uh, the VEC, is that how you say it? Did I get it right finally? Yes. 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 You oh got my God. it perfect. You did it. Vivek Ramaswamy. Yes. Okay, I do like to say Ron Ramaswamy had it, and then I finally did it. Anyway, I I want him in a position. Glenn is saying no because he'll think about like Flynn. All right, and what I I don't care which one it is. Whatever position that he could be appointed to to take out the FBI, that would be where I want him to go. That would be my my first choice. And I think that if he's not willing to go do that because he might be taken out like Flynn, then I don't think he's qualified to be president. I think he needs to be vetted now. Now. Let's find out what this man's made of. Let's find out if he's really a man. Stand up. Let's do this thing. So, so that's why I would like to see him have some position. I don't want to hold him back and say, oh. Okay. Well, well I, when I say taken out like Flynn, I'm not talking about because of character defects. Or mixed loyalty. I'm talking about being taken out because the deep state makes crap up and tries on purpose to trip you up. So I, that's, I get it. That's I, get all it I'm saying. I get it 100%. He still needs to do it. Well, but he's been so, so good on his feet the past six months. I, I don't know how you can say somebody hasn't been vetted well enough. He, he's spewed stuff well, out of his mouth and at ad hoc speeches that. I just don't see how he was trained to be at, at the Manchurian candidate at light speed. At light speed, he mm-hmm. is. He is. He is extremely, extremely and quick on his feet. You know, he's already said, James. He'd love to debate since Kamala is the head of AI. He'd love to have a debate mm-hmm. with her about AI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, yeah, I mean, that would be pay per view for me. I'm just saying. Yeah, but why would she do that? She She's would, not you know, going to do it, no. But, you know, he's calling her out. And yeah, yeah, he know. becomes a vice president. It'd be more Davis. entertaining than the short people wrestling coming to West Monroe. Yeah. I might go to that. I might go to that. Hey, you know, anyway, uh, uh, we're having a show on not, Discovery about that, too. Anyway, there we go. All right. So back to, back to it, guys. I think that he needs to stand up to that. what happened to Flynn. Flynn, Flynn, Flynn. Flynn shouldn't have flinched. Like, you know, he fell for a lot, but he shouldn't have flinched. That's now, like, Flynn flinched in a different context, too, than what we know now. Okay? He flinched for his family when we were all pretty much thinking, you know, remember back then, we still had some level of confidence, at least in the nation, for uh, the, you know, what the media reported and what was reported. There was that. And the FBI was, and we thought the FBI might be real. Yeah. So Flynn was a different. Would you give up, would you give up your law license, James? Would you give up your law license if it meant allowing Sarah to take over the business and to continue practicing law? If you were given only those two practical choices, even though it was a totally unfair. Wait, 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 wait. I thought that Dwayne Shrum was on this podcast. I didn't think it was Steve Lee. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your your multiple choice exam. <laughs> your multiple choice exam sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You know, obviously, obviously, if there truly was only one choice to step down for Sarah to stay in, obviously, that would be something that I would probably do. But I don't know that I would if I really, truly didn't do it. If I knew I did not commit a crime, they're trying me for it, they're going to go after Sarah, too. I think Sarah would tell me to fight it. And... Do we know that Flem's son didn't tell him to fight it? But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, ultimately, ultimately, they found out that it was all a lie, and and Sidney Powell, who's now been ruined, got yeah. got it dismissed. And so, so I look at it like Flynn let Trump down. I tweeted. Maybe I he did, like he let but it's in down. the context. I think he let it. Sorry, go ahead. All right. Well, I mean, I, and I'm not argued, argue. I really want to talk it out. So we're. That's all we're really doing here is talking this out. The reason here's the difference. I I, I read I, I read some books. That, the one who wrote um, the book that the that Presumed Innocent was based on. Mm-hmm. If you have not seen Presumed Innocent, it's not as good as The Highwayman, which is a very good movie as far as philosophy. It's a very good trial movie. It's one of my favorite legal. By the, the 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 movie most like court. Is my cousin Benny, believe it or not, as much slapstick <laughs> stuff as there was. That movie, Sorry. that movie got all of the all the rulings were correct. It shows you how to and how not to interview a client. The movie's amazing. For a lawyer, you go, a lawyer wrote this. Let's try a lot of cases. Identical. I mean, it is amazing. The next one is presumed innocent. Tarot, I think is his name that wrote that. Yeah. One of his books, though, he describes how the FBI does business. And when they want you to plead to something because they're, they really don't want to try cases, nobody does. Ultimately, you know, trying cases is risky. They'll come to your house on a Sunday afternoon by your barbecue and your kids are running around, your wife is there, and they come in and they say, hey, we're getting ready to indict you. If you don't talk to us, we're going to try you this, this, and this, and this. Your wife's going to go to jail, and we're going to expose your paramour, whatever. All right? Um, the um, That's how they do it. And that's what they did. He, I read that book. Why didn't he read that book? That's how they do it. So that's what they did before. Him. And they scared him. And what he should have done was a lawyer lawyered up right then. Now, I agree with you. I didn't have to go through it. It's not easy. If you came to this house that I'm in, I love my place. I love my house. I love walking around free in the woods. It would scare the crap out of me if I became the target of the federal government. But guys, if if we don't get the communists stopped, it's reality, guys. They are going to come after you. They are. And I, I don't know what else to do to tell you, except Sarah, if I were you, if I don't, if I plead to this, they're going to come after you if they want to anyway. They'll lie. You can't trust the federal government right now because they are not really trying to rule a country. They're trying to take over a country. Mm-hmm. And so I want somebody like, if Vivek wants to be president, I, he needs to get up there and take the Flynn heat. I would I contend that the really- Flynn heat is totally different from what we, you would take now. You might reasonably say, no, they lie, they cheat, they steal in this context now in 2024. But in 2020, 20, you know, 19, that was a different context. That was a different government as far as we knew. And so the FBI. Uh, the court was 2017. Yeah. Well, they just ball face lied about Flynn to begin with. And we didn't did, feel did. like and, we were going to do that before. You know? Let me make sure you know this. I am not casting stones. I am not casting stones at Flynn at all. 
I'm not. All right, I want to make sure you know that. It, it's a, it, nobody wants to have to make that. Well, they decision. found his, his weakness was his loyalness and his honesty because when he come back and, and, and uh, the FBI said, hey, uh, Donald Trump and Mike Pence, do you know that, that Flynn misled you guys and lied to us about talking to somebody such and such? Flynn just up and said, yeah, I didn't tell him that that I talked to this person at this uh, it, got gala event or whatever that was a foreigner, which turned out to be benign and wasn't against the law. But he felt that maybe there was some air of deception in there and that Trump and Pence immediately said, well, he's he's definitely got to go since he he told a lie. And it wasn't later that that was uncovered. It really wasn't a lie, and it wasn't a crime. All right, wait, wait, wait. You, I, we're going a place. I, I, I'm with you on all that. I really am. So, but so I, I'm not. I'm not understanding the criticism of the defect of Flynn that you're trying to attribute. You want to make sure that the fact can hold us on. On that. That's where I'm not understanding. All right. The parallel. I, 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 I watched. I read that and, and followed everything you were talking about very closely because it was interesting to me. I did at that time. I was trying to figure out what was even going on. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, all of us this, were. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is this: that he caved and pled guilty to something he did not do, mm-hmm. and it was because pressure was put on him. It made it look like it was really bad. It looked like he was going to die in prison. I agree with all that. I'm not, and so I'm not. And he lost all that. his money. He was he was totally destitute. At okay. That. What I'm trying to tell you is, I would not vote for that man for president. No. Because of that. Because right. he did that. I'm not saying that I would have done it. You wouldn't vote for me for president because I might have done the same thing. What I am saying is, Donald Trump has a mugshot taken of him. He's willing to go to jail for me. That man is willing to go to jail for me. Mike Flynn was not. And I want to know, can Vivek on his feet withstand the heat that these communists are going to put on him? I see what you're saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so so that's where I go. I, I that will turn me. If he if he if he takes a job and he that he has is given the instructions, abolish the FBI, and he does it, you'd have a hard time keeping me from voting for him. But he needs to go take that heat that's gonna come along with that decision. But it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. He will see heat you've never seen before. If he does that, the vet's my guy. That's why you're hearing me say his name. I think it's possible he might. Adding to that you said earlier that you would want to see the vice president, can they actually have some role, some authority, more than like what Kamala Harris has had? Or (laughs) I think I may say say the name wrong. I don't know. I say Kamala. I call her come swallow. I can't pronounce things. Uh oh. Well, I think <laughs> Donald Trump can assign whatever roles he wants to to the vice president. Yeah. That's, that's true. what I was wondering. That's what I was the wondering. The only thing they can't do, they can't both physically be in the same place at the same time all the time. There has to be a certain amount of separation. Well, what I like about that is <laughs> the reason I'm just thinking it through. Let's suppose this immunity thing comes through and you do have immunity. So the proper way for vice president and president to to convict them of a crime is to impeach them first, then charge them with a crime. I would love to have that extra layer of protection as to whoever it is that decides to abolish the FBI. 
So I'm kind of thinking Vivek's the guy. Who do you really think comes Swalla will ever to pay him on anything? No. He would annihilate her. There's not going to be any debates on the Democrat Party side. I promise you that. Yeah, they almost have. I know that that that, that um. Biden can't do it, so they just got to say we're not doing it at all. What, what are they going to say? Same, they're going to say Trump didn't debate. We don't have to either. Well, they're already saying he's a criminal. Why would we stoop so low as to debate a criminal? You're saying Trump doesn't want to debate. Um, no, no, the, Biden, the Democrat Biden, side. Because, Biden, because Biden's a criminal? No, no, the no, other, no, way, no, around. other no way around. The Democrat Party is saying they're not going to debate Trump because, yep. I know what you meant. I mean, but that would be like saying Dillinger is going to debate Al Capone. <laughs> well, they're they're going to push really hard over the next twelve months that that Donald Trump is a hardcore, proven, convicted criminal. That's what they're going to paint. Even though we know it's not true, that's what they're going to say. They're going to be totally lying and convincing all the useful idiots on their side of the party that that's true. Well, I agree with you. That's what they're going to do, but it, it, it won't work. It won't work. They can't it, 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 ever. I mean, too many people have seen through it now. They see this is this is this is all BS. And, you know what I'm saying? See, of course, you know, again, I admit this. I hate polls. I think you can't depend on them. Um, I don't even think you can count on elections the way they are, but you can count on how people spend their money and whatnot. You can count on that. But. We all take the polls we like and talk about them and don't talk about the polls we don't like. But the polls after Iowa show me and like 82 percent of people think that, that, that Biden's not a legitimate president. Do you realize how bad that is? Not that he's a bad president. He's not legitimate. That's crazy. Yeah. On a CBS poll. Well, here's another question. At, at what point did in the election does the does the administration have to start or usually start giving the lead candidates the daily briefs or the weekly briefs and including them in on the activities? Do they wait until it's a certain amount of time or do they wait until the candidates have filtered down to only a few numbers left? I thought it was a nomination. I could be wrong on that. That's what I thought it was. So I don't know. Can you imagine good when they when they have to start including Donald Trump in the <laughs> briefings? Whoops. That's when it's yeah. going to get real to them. It's real to them right now. Yeah, scared. I would agree. I, 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 you know, like I said, both of you are very smart guys. And sometimes maybe on the podcast, you break something to me. I, I don't immediately comprehend it or agree with it because I don't comprehend it. But Dwayne kept saying several months ago that they can't sustain the steel, that it's, that it's going to get too out of hand. And 82% of Iowans believe that that election was stolen is something they got phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I don't know that they can deal with it. That's overwhelming. 82%. And, and, and the numbers of blacks that, that are coming out now saying that they can't take another personally. I don't care about anything. I can't take another four years of this inflation and this craziness that this, that this guy's doing, giving billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to, to a fake war. I've been telling you how long it was a fake war. That one you got to give me credit for. All yep. that was, was a money washing yeah. thing. And that people see it. They're not stupid. 
And you're going like, well, our inflation is going up. We're spending money. We don't have causing our dollar to shrink. And Argentina just said, well, you know what? You could you could pay everything with whatever currency you and your people agree on. We can't do that here in the United States. People are getting sick of this inflation thing. And I want to tell you something. When my wife complains about it, it's bad because she's never complained about rising prices. She's complaining. She said it's getting hard to make it. It is. Yeah. It's getting ridiculous. She, she says up over 40%. Yeah. And my wife can do it. In any case, I'm doing that game. I don't know if you still have it or not, but it was prices right. Yes. Remember that? You didn't want to try to play that game guessing with her, her, her dad and Charlotte. They could tell you how much everything costs. Wow. Not everything. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte has everything memorized in that whole store. And she is pissed at how much the prices have gone up. Yep. Her brain works that way. I can't, I walk away from the peas. I forgot how much they were before I get to the cash register. Well, I'm going to predict something for you. DeSantis suspends his campaign operations way before Haley. Really? I, I think you're right. I think that she I think he wants to participate in the inevitable Trump train administration. And so I think it's just a matter of time. He's going to suspend, make friends and see what role he can play in the next president um, administration. And Haley is the one that she's all puffed up with weird people blowing sweet nothings in her ear. Come on, you can take them on. And she's the one that's going to ride it to the end. Let me say this right now. You haven't picked up on this. Nikki Haley is the Communist Party's choice to go after Trump. I know. She's the anti-Trump. Yep. And and what Vivek, three times I've said his name today, says is that that's by design, that they want they want DeSantis out. So he, I think, if, if I'm reading between the lines, he thinks DeSantis should stay in just to keep it being just Haley. Because if, if, if Trump goes along and then gets shot or something, are they going to put Haley in there? Well, that's the Communist Party's choice. Um, I think we got to destroy that woman as far, not physically, politically. Right. We have to destroy right. her. We have to de- get rid of her. Well, She's can trapped. you imagine if it's down to just Haley and Trump and any any of the um, caucus and primaries after that? She she she's not going to hold a candle to the. It won't be just fifty one or fifty two percent Trump. Well, it's going to be up in the sixty eight to seventy eight percent Trump. What can she right, do so, then? All right. So nothing. You're right. I, I get you. I get you. Glenn, you want to say something? Well. <laughs> In her own home state, she's polling 20 th- points below Trump right now. Mm-hmm. Now, polls are polls. I get it. But they're trying to get her up, numbers up in the last two, in the caucus and in this primary. I was told or saw something that uh, Haley was beating Trump at one point in her home state. And then all of a sudden, James told me the other day, no, that's not true. I'm, he's up 50-something. I go, really? And I looked it up, and sure enough, he's right. And so, uh, to me, that this is how, you know, Trump's the presumptive nominee. And he's not well, I, the commie that the other people are. So. Right, okay, I get you. And I, and I think I follow both of you, and I think it fits what I'm saying. We do need to crush her. And I think that what, what Dwayne is saying, when it gets down to just two of them and the focus is on her, but what I would, what I would do, what I would do, all right, 
let me say this. First of all, let me see if you guys agree with this. I'm not, this is not original with me. I wish I could give you who it was said it. But somebody is saying it's that a lot of people are saying that the Republican Party is shifting to where the working class is going Republican. And it's not this East Coast rhino people. It's real. This is these prices are affecting me. And so you're seeing defections even from union workers to the Republican Party because they cannot they can't live on this. They're wanting to shut down Detroit. Why would why would if you're a Detroit worker? Why would you vote Democrat? Yeah, yeah. Here's the question: with with all with ten million new immigrants coming in here, why would any union be supporting the Democrat Party right now? Right, right. And Trump is appealing to them. He he he. They they like his speeches. They they come out in droves. And so what you're seeing is a shift away from these. And that's why you're seeing so many people in the Republican Party retiring. They they know they're going to get beat. Um, <laughs> But uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fact. It's, this MAGA thing is is really it's a real thing. It's, it's not. It, it, Trump is heading, but it's there. So where I'm going with it is this: I hope you're right, Dwayne. If this crushes her, but I really truly believe that the people that are behind her are communists. That they're not going to quit giving her money. That she's going to be able to stay in. The reason people like DeSantis have to drop out is because they're their donors dried up. They won't give him any more money. And I don't blame him. Now, you said something interesting. He 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 I guess he turned limits out after this 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 time through, right? Right. Yeah, he might very well be I didn't think of that. He may very well want a position. And you know what? I think Trump will give it to him. I think he is competent. I think Glenn's yeah. at that point over and over and over again. If he would have just sat there and continued to run Florida and say, Hey, if you like me, vote for me, but I gotta run a state, he might have he might be running at thirty percent. Yeah, you know, if he'd if he'd have done that, I'll end up against Trump. Just look how I run my state. That's all I'm saying. I've said that from the beginning too. He should never, ever, ever have said, "Well, you know, he's got all these criminal things against him." That was a stupid mistake. <clears throat> that was a stupid mistake on DeSantis's part. He should have just kept going. You know, let's look at this. I, we were told by the Trump administration that COVID was going to kill us all. I shut down the beaches for a little while, and I went, "Well, this is stupid." The beaches are where people need to be. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I so he, he changed his mind. I don't have a problem with a politician making a mistake and fixing it. And he did it. And so I was totally for DeSantis thinking he's the next guy after Trump. But he killed himself when he went in. I think politically he killed himself when he said Trump has all of these issues and we need somebody that has integrity and blah, blah, blah. That was a mistake. You don't attack the guy that's going to be the nominee. You run on your own. You, you, have, so to, you, have, to, you have to look at, okay, the deep state and the corrupt left going after Trump with lawfare and all this corrupt way of trying to remove Trump. You don't say that that's a weakness. You say right. that that's a reason yes. <laughs> that you want to get in there to Good fix this. point. Good point. That it's a it's a tribute to Trump that he's still standing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. And see, so I follow him. I would go. I, I you know, I've got my name out there. I think that. Well, is it seven times I got his name right today? I think that he. Congratulations, Glenn. He played it. He played it. He played it well. I, he he kind of said something he shouldn't have said. Trump called him on it. He backed off. Caught. 
I was phone with Trump next thing you know, they're they're bosom buddies. And so so he That's why I'm saying he made an A plus. He passed. He did. He did. He he all right, so I'm willing to give him a chance, but but Trump needs to put him in an administration position, not just a, an empty suit one. He needs to be in something where he can abolish the FBI because that's what he said he wants to do. And I think he needs to deliver on that campaign promise. If he does that, you know how easy it's going to be for him to be reelected? I mean, be elected. He would be the front runner. You know how much the MAGA people would celebrate the the disbandment of the worst government agency that's existed? I mean, he that would be amazing, guys. That would be amazing. So I'm going to say... I can't keep always getting it right because he still is Ramadan Vanderlei. But if he if he does that to the FBI, he's the vet. How's that? Okay. I mean, I, I, I get you, James, and you might be hundred percent right as to what Trump will do. Um, I just don't, you know, I don't know. It's the fallout from being Trump's guy, although he's doing that now. So I don't know. Something tells me he's squeaky clean. Yeah. Probably can't even find. Probably can't even find a porn addiction. Probably not. Just guessing. He's certain, um, just, and Trump loves smart people. You know, that's one thing about Trump. He loves. You know, he's really drawn well, that's my to point. intelligence, not which is. Well, that's my point. It, confidence. Too. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, my point. I think again. I'm, I'm so glad I got you two on here because it's helped me think this thing through so much better. Uh, and, I, and I wish Jim were here. Jim is very good at it too. Here's the thing. He, 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 um, I think that Trump is such a different kind of politician. And this is just summarizing what we said today that normally you're right. You don't want to put, if you're, if you're Ronald Reagan, you don't want to put somebody in there who would outshine you. It'd be hard to outshine Ronald Reagan, though. So you can probably put a pretty good candidate in there. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. If I'm a crappy candidate like Bob Dole, who do you remember who he picked as his vice president? No, I don't even remember. Look what George Bush picked. He picked, um, what's that guy that? Dan Quayle. The, the, <laughs> Dan Quayle, yeah, the one the one who went back and got a naughty thing from a, from a place in a third part world country. You put Dan Quayle in there if you could be outside. And what was it? There was, uh, was, was Bob see, Donald Trump. Trump has a history already of exactly this kind of decision making. He chooses people that potentially outshine him. Yes, on yes. Celebrity Apprentice over and over and over again, and but yet he's never outshined because he's looked at as the more refined, older, wiser, um, uh, the the master, right. you know, and they're in the master class, so it only makes him look better. He's not afraid to put the jacket by. He is not That's afraid, mm-hmm. but I do not want him there if it's going to be an empty seat. I want or uh, no job. I want him in a position to make decisions, and I want him, and, and I want to see him survive all of the political tricks that happen in in Washington D.C. I want to see. I him- can assure you, Donald Trump's idea of who he picks is for the public to get four years of proving exactly what you're saying. Well, so he, that, it's he, not. It's a no brainer when it comes time for election. This time through, I think that Donald Trump's going to surround himself with people that support him. Yep. And and if he if he picks Vivek, there's eight times he becomes Vivek at that point. Ramadan Vanderlick becomes Vivek if Trump picks him for a position that really has the power. And 
the only thing I could say with that is that, that might make me as happy as PJ's coffee, but would it really? <laughs> well, James, uh, I think it's going to be a tie, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, because, you know, PJ's coffee, that's just going to, you know, put you in such a mood in such a frame of mind that you'll be able to absorb all this knowledge and work out all these details with little. And if, if Vivek was able to get some PJ's coffee from the PJ's in Hawden, I think his life would improve immensely. And uh, the only way that our listeners and other people can do this is they can go to that PJ's in Hawden, which is open and uh, enjoy delicious coffee wonderful breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches, Zaps chips, all sorts of delicious pastries. I'll tell you the chocolate croissant is to die for. And uh, there is also hot chocolate. You know, it's cold. Hot chocolate's very delicious at the PJs in Houghton. And you can get all your coffee and drink needs. Sounds like a winner to me. Thank you, guys. Both of you, I appreciate your friendship and your willingness to come on this podcast with me. Um, I, I do think that we talked out a lot of good stuff today, and we will be back tomorrow with, uh, what are we doing for the, do we have a soft top, topic now for tomorrow? Your wife said she was going to dive hard in there and work on it, but I don't know if we have a topic. I thought we had one. Might have one, and I, I don't know. thought we had one. Yeah. It's, worth, it's, it's worth everybody giving me just a second to see. Conspiracy fighting group. Um, what about Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan? Oh, okay. That's Sarah. Is that really a conspiracy or just did it happen? I don't know. That's what I asked, but didn't get a response to. So. I will tell you that, that, that I would someday like to cover. Um, what was the guy in the Olympics in the, during Hitler, the black guy, Jesse Owen? Yeah. I want to know if the guy who ends up being a long time uh, um, president, whatever you call it, head of the American Olympic Committee. Mm -hmm. He was there from the 30s to the 52 or so. Did he collude with the Nazis? Mm -hmm. Remember, they took out those two Jewish runners in the the, four, the, the mile relay, mm -hmm. the end, whatever they call the mile relay, the, the whatever the, the metric mile is. They took them out and put those Jews, took the Jews out. And there's evidence that he colluded with the Nazis he took money to build a some type of amb amb ambassadors. I mean, uh, excuse me. Um, what do you call it? Where do ambassadors go? Um, that would be an interesting topic. Yeah. And, and this is if you're listening to this and you have a topic that you would like us to cover on the Friday, let us know. In the meantime, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back Monday. No, we'll be back tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow we'll be back. No, we'll be back <laughs> yesterday. Okay. <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be back. We'll be forward back. We'll be back on next Monday. There you go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Good job, guys.